Hello, and welcome to this podcast from Consider This. Please let me know what you think and tell others about us on social media. This podcast was originally broadcast live on Northumberland 89.7 FM. You can hear this show live every Friday at noon. Thank you for downloading this program, and I hope you enjoy it. Hello, I'm Robert Washburn, and welcome to Consider This Northumberland, a current affairs program dedicated to the issues facing our community. We talk to the people on the front lines and those behind the scenes who make a difference in your life in Northumberland County. So I'm asking you, the listener, to take some time out of your busy day to consider this. When Valerie Gallagher came to Coburg, she was looking to make a fresh start. She was impressed by the small town feeling, and it looked like a welcoming place for her and her family. But before she even moved into her new home, she was confronted by harassment. From there, it grew into a racially motivated conflict involving lawyers and the police. The racism followed her to work, where she was the object of slurs that were both overt and others that were muted. But there is a silver lining. Valerie is a member of the Northumberland Players. Some of the members reached out to her to give her support, to let her know she was not alone. That small group turned into a fledgling organization whose aim is to fight racism in Coburg. On today's show, you're going to hear her story and the story of those people who are standing by her side. Next, you will hear about another new project to make Coburg more inclusive. Town Council, led by Emily Chorley, is launching an equity, diversity, and inclusion initiative. Its purpose is to address the concerns and issues facing those who face discrimination based on race, gender, sexual orientation, or physical challenges. You will hear how it is progressing and her aspirations for the town. But first, here is my interview with a new group fighting racism in Coburg. I'm so pleased to have with me today Marie Anderson, Valerie Gallagher, and Jack Boyajin. They are members of a fledgling group hoping to stop racism in Coburg. Welcome to Consider This. Thank you. Thank you. Nice Thank to be you. here. Now, who would like to tell me how this group started? Okay. Well, um, I was on Facebook one day, and I came upon a, a Facebook post by Val talking about the issues that she was having concerning racism. And Val had posted uh, a and so then some friends started commenting on this, and they were from the Northumberland Players. Uh, Valerie Russell was one of them. She, uh, our Val Gallagher here, was the lead in a show three years ago, Sister Act. And so we all became close, and we have maintained uh, friendship through that time. We had all just met Val at that time. Three or four uh, Northumberland player friends were commenting on this post and myself being one of them. And so from that, we decided we would meet to talk about this because it's an issue that has been ongoing. Valerie, what happened that made you decide to post your concerns about racist behavior on Facebook? Well, my experience has been, and it's, it's very puzzling because if, you, if you've never done something to someone, then you try to understand, well, why, why don't they like me, you know? And 
because I've never really had a, a serious conversation with her except for the times that she would do things and then and then I asked her why and then she'd get mad and then it becomes a big kerfluffle where then she'd call the police and I tried to put it aside and every time I've had a, a conversation with this person it it would get it get blown up the police get involved and yeah she called me the n-word how often have you experienced overt racism i am a personal support worker and there's various homes that if i'm i have been sent to and some of the people uh, these are elderly people uh, they would just outright you know refuse care and then they would call my job and say don't send that thing back to my house anymore so, and that, that would be the language that would be used as a thing? Well, in, in, a, in a way, yeah, because I have a good rapport with my supervisor, or sometimes they would call the scheduler, and then the scheduler and I, we, we're really good friends, and, and, that, and she would tell me that, you know, and she would say, I don't understand that. Like, if you're receiving care, if you want care from a personal support worker, it shouldn't matter what color the the person is so they would they would literally make a reference to color or race as part yes. of their complaint don't don't send that thing back to my house i mean that to me speaks volume so i understand some of the members of northumberland players after they learned about this harassment and racist treatment came together to give valerie support jack can you tell us about that um yes I, I think our, our, our goal is, um, you know, it was initiated by this incident, but I think we have a, a, a wider goal, and that is just to increase um, awareness um, and uh, to make people realize that uh, these types of things uh, can't be uh, in our community. And we want to uh, encourage people, I guess, to realize that, it's unacceptable, but also that we realize there has to be sort of a healing process for a community to understand that they're hurting people. And, and, and this isn't something that Coburg wants to be known for. Um, my, my involvement is because I, I know Valerie, again, as Marie said, through uh, the experience of a play, I'm the artistic director of Northumberland Players. Theater by its um, nature, I suppose, is inclusive, it's diverse, um, and uh, uh, because we're telling stories of, of, of different people all the time. So that's how I, I got involved, because um, for me, we are our own community, and we're diverse, and we don't tolerate it in our organization. And so when I heard about it, I said to Marie, I'm in, like, this is, this is crazy, it's hurtful. Uh, coincidentally, um, I'm Armenian. I, I feel I haven't had any racism in Coburg. I did as a child, but my, my daughter is very dark-skinned, um, and since she was probably in grade four, she's had uh, comments about her skin and, and had the N-word thrown at her. And, and of course, for a young kid, she's 16, she doesn't understand because she keeps telling people, 
I'm not black, even though I have black people. So I don't even know how you're using that word at me anyways, in this hurtful way. And she tries to set things straight with them. Uh, and she was doing a school project on, um, on racism. And it sort of all just came together at the same time for me. And I thought, what kind of, what kind of parent would I be if I could tolerate this in my community when uh, this young person is also trying to figure it all out and maybe showing some backbone and standing up against uh, racism on her own at, as a 16 year old. So it all kind of uh, happened all at once. Have you taken any action or has your daughter taken any action in terms of the school administration, the teachers, anything like that? Um, no, I, the, unfortunately, there's a, I think a lot of young people have this cynicism that nothing's going to be done. Um, my daughter doesn't look at the, um, uh, the remarks as being uh, directed at her. She gets more offended that it's actually racist in general. And so I'm always telling her what an amazing community Cobrick is because I really believe it is. Um, and she's saying, oh, dad, you know, it's not exactly perfect. And because she hears it in her high school and, uh, um, and, but she, she copes with it, I guess. So no, she hasn't, uh, she hasn't gone to administration. She wrote this um, uh, kind of a TED talk thing uh, as a school project. And she said to me that she'd like to present it to, uh, uh, to a, at a staff meeting. And I went, well, <laughs> approach the school and see if they'll listen to you. And it was about that. She took an indigenous uh, culture course in, in the summer. Uh, so she's been pretty sensitive to it and, and proactive in the sense of wanting to learn about it. Um, and, uh, but she's a pretty strong kid. So I think she's been uh, weathering the storm. There was this incident, actually two incidents last month. Uh, one was an incident in Harwood and the other was in Port Hope. Both involved racist graffiti. Valerie, when you hear about those incidents in Harwood and Port Hope where the racist graffiti was done, what, what's your initial reaction? Well, I didn't see it until this morning, but um, to think that it does not exist, then there is some, some denial. It does exist. It happens every day to people of color. It, regardless whether you're 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 a person of color or you're from Iran or you're a Muslim, it's happening. You're you're mistreated. It needs to stop. It's been gone on way too long, and it needs to come to an end. We need more people to start standing up for it, to start calling out these other people who are being racist toward other people, and that's how it's going to stop. It's interesting because there are studies that have shown that a majority of people living in rural Canada will tell you racism is not a problem. And you will hear people say, you know, Coburg's not racist. There's no racism here. And yet you guys have, today have shared a, a very different story. What is the conversation we need to have in the, as a community? Well, um, here's a comment that I think might be important. Uh, I think it's very brave of Val to to speak out because that's uh, when she takes a stand, it's really significant and she does have community around her who supports her, but she also has community living near her who could cause, uh, could make it difficult for her. 
because she is speaking out. So that is a big thing. I'm, you know, since this incident happened, I seem to be more aware of Facebook posts that that are talking about the same thing. And I'm thinking right now about uh, a, a former student of mine who is Colombian and she was talking about the fact that she has two children and one is lighter than the other and she's aware that that child is going to have an easier time than her darker child and this is there she's still in her 20s i think uh maybe early 30s and she's already realizing that she has to talk differently to both of her children and she lives in Coburg. Valerie, what is the conversation that we need to have as a community? That instead of looking at people at their color, just look at them as another human being. I don't need to be the first thing when people see me is, oh, you're, you're a person of color. No, I'm a, I'm a woman, I'm a mother, I'm an, I'm an educator, I'm a teacher, I'm, I'm just a person. Don't look at me as my color. I'm a hard worker. I work every day if I could. And I see my neighbors and other people. You, you don't know me. You don't know whether I work or not. You don't know whether, I, whatever issues, I could have mental issues. You don't know that. Don't judge me by my color. Judge me by there's another woman there's another person. We need to start educating people on this because our younger people are gonna hurt more than we're gonna hurt. We've dealt with it, what me, for over 60 years and then longer than that. Now it's time that we look at what is coming behind us, our, our children, our grandchildren, and then we're gonna have great grandchildren and they should not have to deal with this. What is the experience of your, your children and grandchildren? Well, my daughter, my granddaughter is, she, she looks uh, Caucasian, so she has not really seen it. But my, uh, my oldest daughter, she's 44, and she's darker than me, and she is engaged to a Caucasian man. And they have experiences, but they live in Ottawa, so they have experienced it. And the Caucasian man, Darren, he'd never really paid attention to it until we put it out there. Like, oh, say, did you see that? And he'd go, yeah, like, why are they, why are they looking at us like that? And just recently, I went to Walmart with my friend who is Caucasian, and we had our granddaughter, my granddaughter, and he got comments later about, oh, so you, you have another child, and she's mixed. And we just laughed. And I said, I told you. I told you people were looking at you, looking at me, and then looked at her. Why? Just two people out going shopping. Jack, what do you think the conversation we need to have about racism in our community? I think, uh, I think the conversation has to involve um, trying to break through these fears that people have. 
um, I've never had someone articulate to me if they have racial uh, racist tendencies, what is the fear? What, what, what is it that's motivating you? Because I really believe that most people, most people are good um, and uh, that they just act and behave poorly uh, based on a bunch of things that might've happened in their past or parents that have might've uh, taught them, you know, I mean, I've seen, you know, kids being pulled out of sandboxes, you know, playing with black kids because they, not a word was say, said to the kid, right? Just pull them away. You know, uh, that those messages get out to little children at a young age. So I don't know what those stories are, but I think the community, uh, we're going to talk about our strategies of how to uh, um, involve the community, but I think the community has to uh, get together with other people who care who want to change this sort of narrative of this racist narrative uh, in, in culture, not just in Coburg, in culture, um, and definitely the younger generation, because I think there's a lot of hope in the younger generation. Um, I think every teen has been, has felt alone and, and, and marginalized for one reason. That's the part of being a teenager, of finding your way. I mean, they're perfect uh, in their life for learning that. Uh, so, uh, I guess my general message would be let's get together and find out what our fears are and what the impact of those fears have on people and how hurtful they are. Because I really believe that if most people realize how hurtful these things are or ignoring these things, um, they will change. Now, the town is currently looking at creating an equity, diversity and inclusion advisory committee to council. And there's a survey that people can fill out on the town's website. Were you aware of this and how do you respond to this initiative? Well, uh, we, I think that I heard about that from you uh, when I first contacted you and that is a huge step forward if it's happening. And uh, so if the town is already starting some sort of initiative, hopefully we can we can uh, come together in community to sort out some ways to make life better for everyone. And if, if the town council can help to improve relations with people who are non-white, that is going to help every citizen in this community, not just racially profiled people. So hopefully, there will be a, a, a coming together of people who are interested in, in changing this trajectory. Jack, what does this group hope to achieve going forward? Um, I think our first stage, and we had, we've only had one meeting, was our first stage obviously is to uh, help Valerie. Our main objective was to show Valerie that we support her um, yeah. as a human being. Um, that, that's the friendship element of it, I think. I mean, that, that was our first reaction. Um, Valerie is also very um, uh, community-minded. She, she's voiced several times that this isn't just about me. She has this understanding that it's about uh, her grandchildren in the future as well. Uh, and so it, 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 that, that was the first stage. The second stage is, um, as a group, we wanna um, develop some objectives just to raise awareness and show people that this is indeed happening 
and then come up with some strategies uh, in the long run that it, it doesn't continue to happen and that, there, that our children and their children can be uh, you know, proud of living in Coburg. I mean, my, you know, my daughter's going, ah, I can't wait to live in a more diverse community. And she's all excited about Toronto. I said, well, Toronto has her issues too, honey. But, um, uh, but that she shouldn't be saying that about our community because of, of these experiences. So uh, I think that's our, our, our general goal. Um, uh, we've been doing some research. We, we, we realized that I think 77 communities are involved in uh, this UNESCO group. Uh, we've been reaching out to uh, Peterborough to find out how they're doing. And so we want to know how, how successful communities have been in the past and, um, and sort of bring that to our community so we can come up with some uh, strategies. Uh, we're not after bashing people in Coburg and saying, you know, you're racist and whatever, because I, that's not going to do any good either. We just want to start the conversation and come up with some goals of, 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 of changing uh, these things that people are, are suffering. Valerie, how optimistic are you that an initiative like this and the town's initiative can be effective in making change? Very. I don't think... I think is, I, I don't know. I, I just, I don't really see a change. Um, I am one of those people who, if, if I had to make a different choice, I would not have moved to Coburg. I thought Coburg was going to be a bit different because I lived in Campbell Fort, which is worse. Um, so and it's, it's going to be up to the next generation. It's that's when change is going to come about, but we can start the talking and the communicating to help those who don't understand that what they say and what they do is not very nice and it needs to stop. If you don't like someone because of the color of their skin or where they come from, maybe have a conversation with them and that might help you change your understanding of what you're doing and of the person that you're doing it to. A lot of it, racism still goes on to because of the fear that the race, racism people put in other people who if they wanna see a change, they put fear in other people and that needs to stop as well. How significant is it that these others from Northumberland players and this group that's forming around you, how important is that to you? Well, I was overwhelmed and, and very thankful because I did feel I was alone. I didn't know how. And even sometimes like today or yesterday, I, I still, I'm like, I'm overwhelmed with, I don't understand why I'm a target because I contribute to society. I don't understand the attacks even up to yesterday when they found out where I work. I work at the hospital now and they were literally saying they're going to have to come up with a way to get me fired 
what kind of people are these that you would target someone's income? I don't think I'm better than anyone. I even help my neighbors, the ones who allow me to help them. So I don't understand that you would jeopardize my job because it's happened before. I was working somewhere and I was targeted to the point I lost my job because I did nothing. I'm just trying to contribute to society, pay my way. I'm not asking for a handout. I'm asking actually to be left alone. I don't mind being alone, but I'm to get back to your conversation. I'm overwhelmed by what the Northumberland friends, players friends that I have, because I did feel alone and I'm very thankful to them. Valerie Gallagher, thank you so much for sharing your story with us today. Marie Anderson and Jack Boyajan, thank you again for talking to me about your group and uh, good luck with your initiative. Thank you so much. And thank you thank for you. listening. Thank you. That was Valerie Gallagher, Marie Anderson, and Jack Boyajan, members of the fledgling group of Coburg residents fighting racism in the community. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Consider This. If you have any comments or would like to suggest a story, please contact me at considerthisnorthumberland at gmail.com or you can message me on Facebook at Consider This. If you enjoyed this podcast or are looking for more news and information about Northumberland County, please check out my website at consider-this.ca. That's consider-this.ca. And don't forget to share. And again, thank you for listening and stay tuned for more from Consider This.